What's up, world? What's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Act Protect Engage podcast. We are live from Houston. Welcome back, guys. I'm happy to join you today on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. I hope you guys had a great weekend, and I hope you have some fun planned for the rest of the day. I know my wife and I are taking our daughter back to the University of Texas. Spring break is now over, so back to normal. All right. Let's do some housekeeping. As usual, I always tell you guys, I beg you guys, please, please, please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Ape Academy Podcast, Twitter at A underscore defensive, Facebook, Ape Defensive Solutions, uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> I keep forgetting about TikTok. Ape Academy Pod. All right, Ape Academy Pod. Also, if you have an extra few minutes, right, you can rate and review. Give us an honest review and an honest rating because I do look at those and I determine what I need to do better, what I need to change, what I need to do differently for the next episodes. All right. Also, turn on your post notifications because guess what? When you're watching March Madness and you hear that that notification you looked out on your phone and you see on the top of the screen it says a.p.e academy podcast that means another episode is streaming all right that's all we got for now that's all of the housekeeping notes okay so it's been a while i've been busy with school i'm back starting my program again at arizona state so i've been a little busy with schoolwork but guess what we're back All right, so our last episode was talking about what you would need for your first range training session, whether you're a brand new person, like it's your first time going to the shooting range, or maybe you've been once or twice, you're a beginner, right? But you're still not feeling super comfortable. I gave a few suggestions about what you may need to bring, some tips, some tricks that I use to make my range experience the best it can be. All right, so if you need those, go back to the last episode and check them out, all right? Today we're talking about more intermediate, all right? So you've been to the range, maybe you've been shooting for a year, you know, and some change, maybe a few months, six months, who knows, right? So you got that baseline, right? You got those baseline skills, right? You know how to grip the pistol, you know how to find your front sight, front side focus you know how to pull the trigger how to manipulate the trigger not to smash or slap the trigger right you know how to break that shot cleanly without moving that barrel too much up or down right and when i say intermediate that's what i mean what i mean is you have an understanding of the fundamentals of shooting now fundamentals are something that everyone needs to brush up on from time to time even the, you know, most high-speed Navy SEAL, Green Beret, Ranger, they still need to focus on fundamentals because that is the baseline, right? That's how you build the house, right? You lay the foundation with the fundamentals. So I'm not saying that you're ever going to be perfect, but you have an understanding if you do mess up, right? If your shots are a little low or low left or high, you understand 
what you did wrong and you're able to go back and fix them. That's what I mean by intermediate, all right? So here's some things I'm gonna outline for you that you might need, you might wanna think about, you might need to bring to the range, all right? So we talked last time about the tape measure. The tape measure, I'm gonna say it again. Definitely if you're intermediate, bring a tape measure. Now, the reason why I suggest bringing a tape measure is you wanna measure your groupings because like I spoke about last episode, you really want your groups to be tight in a tight space, meaning that you know that you're a good shooter if you can put all of your shots, let's say you load up a five round magazine, right? Now, usually one of those shots might be a little off, you know, where they're high or low, to the left, to the right, but you really want at least four out of your five shots to be in a small group within a few inches. We're talking three inches, right? You don't want really any more than three inches. Three inches is a little wide, maybe two inches if you can. What that means is you have an understanding of how to put your shots in the same place, okay? So when you group your shots, that means that you have the ability and the understanding of how to put your shots in a small area. And we can work from that, right? If you're able to put your shots into a small, uh, tight area, we can then move that group to different points on the target. So let's say if you're, say you're wounded, right? God forbid you're, there's a situation where you're wounded, you have to defend yourself. Even though you might not be able to get that front sight focus, maybe that gun to the center of the target, maybe you can't raise your arm, where you shoot, where you're aiming, your shots will hit in the same area, which will create maximum damage, all right? So that's what we're looking for. Even under stressful, extreme situations, you're still able to put your shots where you want them, all right? So tape measure, all right? What that does is it measures the diameter of your groups. Try to get them as tight as you can on the same spot, okay? And a way to do this is there's different targets with different size um, aiming points, right? Whether it be circles, triangles, whatever. Try to get one with smaller target areas. So you can try to concentrate, you know, putting your shots into a small circle, okay? Try that out. All right, so tape measure. Second thing you might wanna bring is a holster, right? A holster and a magazine pouch or magazine holder, tactical magazine holder, whatever you wanna call it, all right? The reason is, some rangers, depending on what state, depending on how anal they are, they might allow you to use the holster to manipulate the weapon from the holster, right? Meaning shooting from the draw, right? Now that's, uh, maybe that's a little advanced, but I would say that's upper intermediate, right? So most rangers don't allow you to draw from the holster unless you take some type of test or you pass some type of uh, evaluation, but it's something to think about. At least get used to manipulating your holster. Even if you can't draw from the holster at your range, you know, do that, that fluid motion where you draw, you present, and you fire. Even if you can't do that, at least, you know, walk around with the, with the weapon in your holster. At least, you know, when you're done and you switch weapons, reholster your weapon, okay? Practice getting that muscle memory of removing that weapon from the holster and then placing it back in the holster when you're done shooting, all right? And there's also specific mechanics that we can go over in a later episode about how to successfully and safely do that, right? Draw your pistol from the holster and also place it back in the holster because people forget about that last part, placing your weapon 
back into the holster is just as important as drawing it out. People get real loosey-goosey with their fingers. You know, they get excited. Oh, I hit the target. Oh, look at my split. And then and they forget to keep their damn finger off the trigger when they're putting the gun back in their holster and up shooting their leg or shooting the ground or whatever, right? We don't want that, okay? So we're going to go over that in a later episode. So your holster, okay, whether it be inside the waistband or outside the waistband. For people who do concealed, inside the waistband holsters are going to be ideal. You know, unless it's winter and you have a big coat, then you can wear it outside the waistband. Depending on your state laws, you might have a constitutional carry state like Texas where you can wear it either inside or outside and you don't really need a uh, specific license to carry. So just know the laws in your state and know what you feel comfortable doing. Some people don't mind wearing it open. I don't like wearing it open because I'm a scary looking guy with a beard and tattoos. So I don't, like, don't want to intimidate anyone. So I just keep mine concealed. All right. Also, your magazine holder. Even if you cannot draw your weapon from your holster, you can definitely draw magazines out of your magazine well. So what I'm, or your magazine holster. What I mean is, let's say you load five rounds up, right? You load five rounds in your pistol. Then you have your spare magazine loaded with, say, three rounds, right? Make sure you place your magazine in the holster facing the right direction, okay? So when you grab your, your magazine, you can insert it seamlessly into your pistol, all right? So we got five rounds in our pistol, right? Bang, 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 whatever. Slide lock, right? You eject the magazine. You reach down. You find that spare magazine in your holster without looking, right? And if you have to look, that's fine, too. You start slow. Grab it. Insert it. Drop that slide. Present your pistol again. Fire off three shots, all right? So that's a quick drill that I like to use. So what bringing your magazine uh, holster, your magazine pouch, whatever you want to call it, it gets that muscle memory down with reloads, right? Tactical reloading. Okay, combat reloads and tactical reloads. Two different types of reloads. We'll talk about that also in a later episode, all right? Once again, muscle memory. Muscle memory. Creating those those neurological pathways where your brain automatically knows what to reach for, how fast to reach for it, where it needs to go, where the hand needs to insert the magazine into the bottom of the gun. Get what I'm talking about? So, uh, measure, measuring tape, holster, right? Whether inside or outside, magazine pouch, magazine holder, whatever you want to call it, okay? The fourth thing you might need to bring, you might want to think about bringing or purchasing first is a shot timer, okay? A shot timer. Look it up on YouTube. A bunch of videos will pop up. What the shot timer does is it puts you under pressure, all right? A lot of times when we're shooting, we like to do it comfortably. We don't like to have any pressure on ourselves. We like to take our time. We like to chat, whatever. That's all well and good. But in a real-life situation, you're going to be under pressure. Adrenaline really changes things, right? It narrows your vision. It makes your heart pound. It makes your hands shake. You might not be as smooth as you are under no pressure at the range. So what you need, you need something that can give you that external stimuli, that external pressure on yourself to force you to move quickly and deliberately. Not just quickly, haphazardly, quickly, deliberately. So... 
what the shot timer does is it gives you an indicator with a, a beep or a beep, something like that, or whatever sound it makes, a chime, whatever. What it does is it times how fast your first shot is. It can measure your splits, okay, meaning how fast you can get those shots off. And what you want to do is try to combine speed with accuracy. You could also set it where it gives you an indicator. You draw your pistol, if you're allowed to at your range, fire off that first shot, and it will measure how fast you drew the pistol and got that first shot off, all right? So it's a way to track your progress. It's a way to track your training and kind of build on your skills and your speed that you're, um, you're accumulating over the course of a you know training schedule, right? So it's a measuring stick. It helps you, it keeps yourself accountable, keeps you helps keep you accountable, I should say, I'm sorry, helps keep you accountable and help, and help tracks your progress and shows how, just how fast you're going and how fast you want to go, right? You can set benchmarks. You can set goals, right? And that's what you really want. I tell everyone who asks me, I say, look, when you train, even when you're, you know, I don't care what it is, shooting, exercising, uh, writing a paper for school, whatever, have a plan. You're, you're going into it with a plan, with a specific set of goals in mind. So when I go to train, when I go to, go to the LA Fitness to work out, I want to do my back. I have a, a set number of exercises that I want to do. Each exercise is planned. I have a power movement. I have a compound movement. You know, I have a specific movement that targets one or two very, very specific muscles, right? Same thing with shooting. When I go to the range on whatever day, I'll bring my Glock and I'll focus on getting that first shot off quickly. Or I might focus on reloading or tactical reloading. Whatever it is, have a freaking plan. That helps a lot, okay? Got it? Have a plan. Be focused. Every training session, it needs to be, it needs to accomplish something. There's no such thing as a haphazard, random training session. Every time I go to the range, I take it seriously. I have fun, obviously, but you also want to get something out of it. Time is money. Time is valuable. You can't get that time back. So when you spend your money on ammo, ammo is expensive. You spend your money on range fees. Make sure you're getting something out of it, right? Make sure that you're learning something. Make sure that, okay, I didn't do well today, and this is why. This is what I'm going to work on on the next one. Okay, I did great today. Why did I do great? Well, I made sure my grip was tight. I didn't, I didn't uh, jerk the trigger. I, I kept my muzzle steady on the center of the target. That's what we need to do, okay? Keep that stuff in mind, and you will be great. This is intermediate-level stuff, short podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, all right? I'm not going to ramble too much. We got to get on the road to take our daughter back to school. I hope you guys enjoyed it, y'all. Have a great rest of the day. God bless you, ape. Oh, we're going to smooth it out. Remember, put God first, stay positive, be family-oriented, work hard, get after it. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're going to do these short ones throughout the week because, to be honest, I don't have a whole lot of time with school, with other stuff going on. But guess what? I love y'all. Oh, and... Thank you so much to all of our listeners, both domestically and internationally. We love you. Thank you for keeping our podcast afloat. I promise I'm going to do a better job with getting these podcasts out faster. God bless you guys.
Ape out. Peace. Oh, Batman was awesome. Go check it out. ASAP.